Welcome to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I'm Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. And today we are going to discuss toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. And yeah. hard <laughs> word to say every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your tongue does want to trip over it and you sound like you're stuttering almost or you can't yeah. speak. You got marbles in your mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. But and we so, are going to start off with toxic masculinity because mm-hmm. that seems to be the phrase du jour for the last few years, maybe even a couple of decades. And mm-hmm. everybody kind of seems to agree a bit on what that is. There is extensive discussion about that, even at the uh, psychotherapy levels, societal yeah. levels, political levels, all sorts of things. And they have landed on several definitions, but they distill down to from what I could see that the idea that there is physical aggression or violence implied or threatened in any encounter or Mm. communication in some way. And it is a broad thing. So therefore, if it's implied, that's toxic masculinity too. Not even that they said they were going to do it, that just their demeanor and Mm -hmm. their communication implies that it's therefore toxic. Yeah, that seems, I mean, it seems applicable to masculine traits, but I, I don't know if it's always toxic. That's a very general right. way of seeing things. Right. You, and, and the funny thing sometimes is, physical ex- altercation needs to happen, you know? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is what it is. In self-defense, for sure. But I would even say, well, we'll go ahead. Yeah. However, you know, aggressiveness, although considered often a masculine trait, is many times expected and demanded of people even Mm -hmm. when guys are dating oftentimes a woman will expect the man to make the first move be aggressive ask them out that kind of thing and if you're demanding that that could be considered toxic if they're approaching women especially if they don't want to be approached then it's toxic but how do you know until you approach them right yeah it's a very blurry line of are you considered considered... well what what if you misinterpret the signals, right? You know, I was just being nice. Well, niceness could be interpreted as flirtation or mm-hmm. an open invitation for discussion. And he's just throwing a question out there. That's right. one thing. But my point is it becomes toxic when it's clear that they're not interested and you continue. I would consider that toxic. Yeah. I would, uh, we'll get into that later. Cause that one's a little controversial and I don't want to talk about that one right now. Cause it's kind of a little tangent on it. Um, the I found it very interesting the results I got through Google results and you know you know if you go through different server uh, different browser results it'll be probably the same thing happening over and over is toxic masculinity is extremely researched on and oh, yes. toxic femininity is not they they really are quite pervasive with it evasive I guess if you want to say it that way about well, it they don't really want to talk about it yeah I I admit doing doing a little bit of research and not just google foo that Uh it seemed like they were loath to define toxic femininity in most instances but i did find in some psychological essays and papers that it boiled down to like men being aggressive implied violence that women were considered toxic behavior when they were deceitful and manipulative 
mm -hmm. which almost falls into that yin yang kind of thing, which I find right. interesting, just that it's that yeah, way. Men and, are again, brazenly able to just go out right and say what they want to say. And then women are the other way about it. They don't want to just yeah. brazenly say it. They go around shadows and corners to get what they want. Well, super I, interesting. Another, another word they used a lot when considering toxic femininity was sabotaging. Yeah. Hating on I saw that an a individual, bit. a group, and the woman uses gossip and lies and deceit and status quos and certain type of manipulations through any kind of any kind of psychological or political leverage to mm -hmm. dominate another person and that's where i was going to say where i see these two intersect is an attempt to dominate another individual and men typically are called toxic masculine when they do it through physical means and women are considered toxic when they do it through psychological means Right. That's what I was trying to get at with. I think there's a lot of overlapping behaviors, be not behaviors. Me, the methods aren't overlapping. The end result is overlapping. Yeah. Where domination. They, yes. Yeah. Domination. They're trying to get something done. They're trying to gatekeep people or they're trying to not have a particular group yeah. or whoever. unethical or immoral domination of mm -hmm. another individual is considered toxic. I would go a step further and say that behavior that others would clearly say is unwarranted but they refuse accountability is toxic yeah toxic in the definition of it being pervasive or invasive on a social you know oh, dilemma or something like that i suppose any any the... individual i mean if, if an individual is not uh being put upon then it can't be toxic they, they just might just have a rotten personality but they're not mm -hmm. but they're not toxic and anyway that's that's my definition man or right. woman but for toxic masculinity it seems like many things are clearly defined and there's a laundry list of traits and behaviors that they say are simply toxic and one of which for toxic masculinity was not championing women which yes. i thought was interesting i'm like i did what? not i could not find that on the other side i found that multiple right. times but i could yes. not find that on the other side and and, and i would agree if you're just hating on women because they happen to be a woman that's toxic that makes yeah. no sense that, that's to, clearly to, a problem with you clearly women do the same thing you know what i mean clearly but that wasn't considered toxic exactly which I, which I found fascinating yes um i i feel like the entire insidious behavior of saying of saying that toxic masculinity masculinity is so prevalent is a toxic feminist approach to everything. Yes, I, I have to agree. <laughs> and, and the thing is, in order for society and people to function, at times, there's a time and place to be aggressive. There's a time and yeah. place to lay back and discuss and communicate things. There's a time and right. place for all these things, or we'd all just still be sitting in caves, making grass baskets and eating berries and yeah. roots. So there's a time and place for it all if you want progress, but when it's toxic, that's when it's a problem. Mm -hmm. So what what was another toxic masculine trait that you uncovered? They overlap that they define? a lot. I had a I started thinking on my own because I really couldn't find really good ones. Um, I would say one I would I see a lot is men not thinking they need to do house chores or rear help help raise the child. 
I know I've seen men do that. Yeah, and I, think I saw that's that in a few of the a few of the entries. Um, I would say that's certainly toxic if it's an absolute. That yeah. makes no sense to me. That is also your household, and right. Sure, you're living yeah, there some too. Some context so involved. If you clean. if you're the worker and the breadwinner, and she's home all day, of course she's going to take more of that load because she's home all day with the kids. She's home all day to take care of the house. Right. It's your that job to go out and deal with the stress of individuals and organizations and bring home money so the household can run and everybody right. can have what they need. And it's her job to keep a proper household. That makes right. it an equal partnership. If that's going to be your if that's the situation. Paradigm, if that's right. what you both want. Now, mm -hmm. if that's not what you both want, then there needs to be another yeah. type of now, arrangement. It, now, how it most of the time is now is both work, both the right. mom and the dad or the wife and the so husband you work. So you both help out. Right. So you both take in the burden to, to and the you ability, both carry like, your own weight. Right. If, right. if the guy's working 10, 12-hour days, five, six days a week, and True. she has a part-time job that's mostly... Yeah you know, then of course she's it's within context, to, individual right. case by case, but sure. we're saying split by split, they're doing eight hours a day, five days yeah. a week. And you want to keep it you know, roughly equal in effort and responsibility yeah. and that kind of thing. That's, but I've seen something. even in that situation, eight hours a day, both from five days a week. And the guy will legitimately not do, he won't, he refuses to vacuum or do dishes or help raise the kid or change diapers or, or anything. I've seen that. And it's, and it's super weird to me. It's super, yeah, super because growing up, I wasn't like that. Yeah, and I, and I know it's a toxic, it's a right. toxic masculine trait. It's like they think they're a man; they don't need to do this. I'm like, that right. doesn't make right. any sense. Now, I was working a lot, but you see, when I came home, I did stuff too. If I was there, I did stuff too. Things right. needed to be done, and that only makes sense. I lived there too, and yeah, and I I don't expect everyone to be working 24 seven, and that includes me. So if we're both doing it, things are performed Get done faster much more and quickly rest. yes right. and then you can do yeah. what, whatever you want to do as opposed to what you need to do and i agree if if you are really one of those 50 style traditional guys and you're thinking you don't even know where the kitchen is except you just walk by the doorway yeah you have a problem um, mm -hmm. one of those another trait i saw was the inability for a man to accept any sort of help from another did you see that yes one? hyper yes. independence but right. i felt like that was overlapped i felt like there's a lot of overlap there because women are super encouraging other women to be super independent yeah and that's but part of feminism but they don't consider their... that toxic in the feminine world right and that's they super weird to that me. A, a so virtue. you're praising a woman to be hyper independent but when a man's hyper independent it's bad I don't get it. Right. And then I and they, I'm going to say, and I'm just going to, for argument's sake, say they meant that in a way that because women typically aren't, they do things communally and in groups, even making sure. a decision. Usually they'll call 50 people to try to get a popular yeah. vote almost as if that makes it any better. I, right. That boggles my mind, but I'm a man. Um, right. If you, <laughs> if you know what you need to do, I don't need 10 other people to agree with me to make yeah, it okay make sure everybody's okay with this decision right yeah Super especially weird. if it's just i'm the one going to be um, yeah paying for it and suffering the consequences if i'm wrong i'll seek people's advice that i respect maybe if it's mm -hmm. something i'm unfamiliar with but i'm not going to if i know it's directly in my expertise or i've done it before or it's similar as before i'm not going to consult anybody else and i won't even do i won't consult if i just know the repercussions aren't going to be that bad i'll just see what happens 
sometimes. <laughs> right. And it's like, and hey. that's probably what, what they're talking about as far right. as toxicity. You're not bringing other people into the decision-making process. But I'll say this, if it's not their decision to make and if they're not going to pay for it, be responsible for it, be accountable for it, or have to deal with the consequences, it's none of their business. Right. It's, I just found that super interesting that we're trying to praise women to be more independent. And, and to the extent of going into uh, toxic femininity where they start putting down other women for depending on their man for yeah, things. Yeah, that, that was that's, something I that's saw. Hyper, that's hyper-independence. Right. That was something I saw in one of the uh, papers about toxic femininity, putting yeah. other women down out of jealousy. That was yeah. one of them. But not all of them included that in a list. Yeah. Cause like they were, they seemed loathe to list any behavior that mm-hmm. a woman may do to be considered toxic femininity. They really didn't. And all, and all of them didn't agree with that. But most of them did. Most of them agreed that. I wouldn't jealousy, even say on. I wouldn't even say on jealousy. I was saying even like um, being the caretaker, being the one to take care of the house, not working because you are at home t- taking care of the kids. They look down on other women like that now. Like, yeah, that's toxic. I mean, that's if, super toxic. If you're hating on another person or putting another person down or looking, if you're looking down on anybody, you're the problem. I'm going to say that. And I don't care what usually what gender you are yes of course yeah. their behavior 99 percent of the time right if you're looking down on somebody you're the problem not them right but if they're happy doing whatever they're doing and the person they're partnered with whoever that is is happy with them then what's the problem mm-hmm. i don't understand it at all yeah but i did see that uh putting down other women simply because they didn't agree with their activities or thoughts they did include that in Mm -hmm. some instances as toxic femininity and i'm assuming that because women seem to do it more often than men men are usually not always you'll see some of course i consider those men more feminine in behavior but you'll see some men look down on other men because of their and that's where i wanted to go to but not many most of them like what do you do man oh that's cool you know i want to do that and they think nothing else of it they do not look down on them Although I have seen some men high up in class or social circles look down on them. But again, I consider those men more feminine than masculine. Yeah. And I, that's where they I also to go sabotage and do other things that are very they, feminine. Those yeah, men they start, start relying feminine. on feminine traits because they can't rely on masculine altercation, physical altercation, because our world doesn't allow that anymore. So right. they start relying on feminine traits. Right. of, Or they're simply incapable of it. Because they they have no yeah. skills, abilities, knowledge, and I don't or think they voluntarily else. rely on it. I think they find it advantageous because the other way is just not it works acceptable. For them. It right. works for them, right? And I don't I, think they consciously do that. I think they subconsciously do this because they see it no. as the only route. The but they, they still want to do this thing, but they only see one route to take because the right. other route's just not able to the be done. The experience I've seen with it, they're well aware of what they do, and they consider it an art to do it. Yeah, sabotage other people, deceive, lie about them to bring them down mm-hmm. so they have a higher chance of success and undermine yeah. the other person. I have seen that. I've That's seen big in corporations. It. It, oh, it was government office and some yeah. corporations, but mostly, and I consider them mostly women that act yeah. that way. Not all of them act that way. There were there were a lot of men who were acting that way too. But no, these were these were grown. I will men. say I'm from Lauren telling me this, and she has a lot of masculine traits. And, they in were, her. and I'll say it: they were attorneys. And they were horrible. I'll say with Lauren, she's a federal <laughs> agent. She's 
police and federal agents are some of the worst gossipers is what yes. she's oh everybody knows this awful yes. about it yes they're they're and little she's like they, they're like they're like women in a church just cooling at each other is what she right. said <laughs> and, and putting down on each other yeah she said that not you yeah it's true they are police law enforcement horrible gossipers i'll tell you who else is pastors pastors mm -hmm. and horrible gossipers and and of course the most horrible gossipers of all politicians yeah they're yeah. almost wow. they're almost not human to me yeah <laughs> in every yeah, they really... they're bad in every way almost not all of a them good politician but yeah 95 percent of them give five percent a bad name you know? right. so if they're a career politician i guarantee you yeah. it's that way if they've been able to do it their whole life they are horrible individuals yeah. in, in every instance i've seen and I've only met a hundred or so and known them. So what do I know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I will say um, going into men not finding help, one I put on was men not going to the hospital way before they should is probably yeah. a little bit toxic masculinity. And telling other men not That's... to go to the hospital or telling them that they're kind of a whatever weak or, or wuss right. for not going right. sooner. Right. Like, and, and we should probably go to the hospital more often. Yeah, that's that hyper-independence thing. But I, I mm -hmm. find that now, if you're just doing it for yourself, you're just foolish. But if you're trying yeah. to talk somebody else into not receiving medical care when it's likely they do, yeah, that's a bit toxic. Ah, uh, what'd you break your leg? Ah, uh, put some dirt on it, walk it off. Yeah, right. you walk it off, you'll be fine. You just need some water, a couple of Advil, yeah. it'll, you'll be fine in the morning. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I remember that's when funny. I had two broken legs and I had to, I had to walk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just silly. But you see those people with those stories. Yeah, that yeah. is, that is, I have to admit that's toxic, especially if you're trying to influence another with that mm -hmm. kind of nonsense. Oh, that's a super common thing, especially blue collar jobs. I had that all mm -hmm. the time with me. Is like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I worked out in two hurricanes and I'm like, cool, cool for you, bro. Well, Good job. Have fun. I'm I said things it. that were true and people were thought, I was exaggerating or lying and mm -hmm. they come out later and said, you did. And I, and I didn't, I did not think I was being toxic. It was a factual right. thing, a story I was relating. And I did not think it was masculine. I thought it was stupid, but I did it because I just did it. Like when I rode my hurricane home during a hurricane, I mean, rode my motorcycle, motorcycle home right. yeah, during a hurricane and I had the wind gust up, hit me sideways and it picked my motorcycle and myself up and push me into another lane. I can believe that. And I had nothing to say about it. And mm -hmm. like, why'd you ride at home? I was like, that's what I rode in. And they didn't let us go until the hurricane was already there. But this is almost 20 years ago. Nowadays, they call it two days before the hurricane. You don't even go to work. But back yeah. then, they did not. You were at work. And especially with that particular person in charge of that department, nobody went home. I've been, I can believe that I've been in some pretty bad storms and it's definitely blown me across the road, even though yeah. I'm leaning into it. It's kind, yeah, it's kind I, of crazy. I was riding normally and trying to steer with the gusts that were coming, but a huge gust came and literally just shifted yeah. me from one lane to another. The tires didn't bark. I didn't go anywhere. And somebody might think I was exaggerating or, or trying to be macho. I was not. I was just telling you, that's what happened to me. Don't do that. That was my, that was a How warning. scared were you when that happened? <laughs> it, it happened so quick. I wasn't even scared. Gotcha. It was just you just done. didn't even, just yeah, kept I'm going. Like, Man, that's crazy. I hope that doesn't happen again. I just kept going. Yeah. I didn't even get scared. And that wasn't due to masculinity. That was just due to, it's too late. What's yeah, to get scared about? What are you going to do over. about it? Right. Yeah. And I had five miles more to ride in. Gotcha. And I made it back, but it was yeah. one of those things. And I had, how else was I going to get home? All right. So 
Yeah, that's pretty much. It's very hard. I have so much more about masculine toxic because there's just so much more. Well, let's hear to one. It. I th- this is super controversial to me. Being stoic was a top one for a lot. A well, lot of them. Yeah, being stoic I, is not toxic. Being stoic is a very individual trait. It does give the impression that in many of these things, it came from psych write-ups and uh-huh. that women were writing these things super empathetic people were writing these things so anything that they just did found distasteful in a man was put yeah. down as a list and kept and agreed with by other people it was really strange but you're right stoic and stoicism in and of itself is not toxic oftentimes no, it's a it perspective make, of life it's a philosophy. right right oftentimes it can make your life better and your mind yeah. clearer and i'm not saying i don't advocate it as a lifestyle but i'm saying it's something worth looking at and studying and seeing if it may not improve i advocate it as a lifestyle for men because first off too many men are emotional i find and that seems to find they seem to find themselves in bad situations because they're too emotional mm-hmm. and you need to understand those emotions don't get things done they make you think stupid things being a little bit more stoic would probably get you to rationally right. think and about I, the situation and i did notice many instances that they cited toxic masculinity as not showing enough emotion. any emotion right yeah. oh enough one was emotions enough. yeah one yes. was enough yeah and i'm like well, where, where is that line and they did not define it they just made some rambling statement about and i'll kind of go with that because men are raised to not cry to not show their emotions mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. tough and i there's two sides of that there is there's way overboard where a dad you know beats his boy because he shouldn't cry ever that's crazy but at the same time you should toughen up your kids you know like hey you can't cry at everything it's not going to fix anything and that's for both boys and girls that's not just a a man thing but men are more likely to be toughened up and like hey you're going to be a man you can't cry as much well if you're teaching if you're teaching a child to better handle his emotions that's one thing right but if you're simply trying to drive out any sort of emotion that's a whole other thing yeah that's i will say that's toxic masculinity when you're like you can't ever cry like don't cry as a man or however they go about doing it right that's that's toxic i'll give that but to say stoicism or being stoic is toxic that's way too general term that doesn't make any sense to me yeah and and the way they they didn't define it they just said being stoic right and that was being stoic that's it and And that's what i found in many of them i assume they mean being without emotion unemotional right right being without any sort of emotion right more like robotic type of thing yeah yeah you don't yeah your mom dies right in front of you and you just stare ahead like the job's got to get done Mm, my god right right Right. (laughs) obviously but no man's like that like that's ridiculous or few and far between and they're probably psychopaths if they are yeah they have other not, issues that's not toxic yeah. masculinity if that's the yeah, case that i agree that dude's got issues a lot of issues yeah um being dominant is a masculine trait and that's toxic I, masculinity i i find that being overly dominant dominant toxic no matter what who does it yeah. or for what reason now if you're in a supervisor role at work you have to be that's your job mm-hmm. you're, you're directing people what to do and I don't have an issue with that. But when you step outside that, even if you're a supervisor, there are some things you simply don't have any authority to have any opinion about them. Yeah. If you, now, if you want to offer advice, even unsolicited, that's one thing. But if they tell you, look, I, I really don't want to talk about this with you. Conversations and that particular thing is over. Yeah, I don't. I, this one's super controversial to me again, because 
women fi- women find more often they they look for a man who's dominant because mm-hmm. women want they to be prefer. the submissive one. They prefer some of most them. often they prefer some dominant of them. Men. Some of them think they do, but they really want to be the dominant person behind the scenes, and they want sure. the guy to be dominant, but they want to be more dominant. That to me is toxic femininity. Yes, and I've that's, seen toxic, that fem- that's toxic femininity for sure. Um, but to, more often than not, women are going to want to be the submissive one and they seek for a man to be the dominant one physically, especially he has to be able to protect her. And that's a dominant role of protecting mm-hmm. somebody physically. Um, what I find interesting is that overlapping trait of women who become uh, in a, in a supervisor or role or manager or whatever you have, what have you, they tend to overcompensate for multiple reasons. And I don't know if that's a masculine trait of them displaying that or a feminine trait I, I, of them overcompensating. Honestly, and, and, and we may be getting a little off the rails here, but I still yeah. think it's within the circle we're discussing that I think they believe they need to mimic masculine traits Yes, that's where it's weird to me. It's like, are you trying to be a masculine man or being toxic because you're the problem is they're what you perceive as masculine? Right. Their behavior mimics the worst traits, masculine traits when they do that. Instead of, you know, be a woman and you can be nice, but say, look, this has to be done. And if not, there will be there's gonna have to be repercussions. I need this done. You work for me, this kind of thing. But it's tough to keep that in mind, especially when you're trying to do a good job and you're taking you're trying to be make sure that you're not being overly emotional and right that kind of thing they so, find and this was in the military super oh relevant yeah in the military because the women that were sergeants whatever they were just so over the top of being yeah. hard asses they, they wanted to show that they were better and thought they had to be and everybody yeah, and you just avoided them, them. like yes. the plague because yeah, they everybody would find avoided anything them. yes everybody like, i have to uh, you be other better. sergeants would you are better, but you're making it worse because of your behavior. And that, and, that's, yeah. and it's hard to see that when you're the person doing it, you have a different perspective than everybody else looking at you. And that's right. true of anybody. Yeah. Your own perspective, first person perspective is going to be very different than everybody. So you, what you're, you think you're doing, what needs to be done. And everybody's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But that's, that's toxic for anybody to do. But yeah. And that's you, where I don't really know if it's, it's a feminine trait of them doing that because they can't really no, perceive I, it properly I would have to say that that's I don't understand a, it a toxic masculine trait that's adopted by them because they think they should be doing that I really sure. do I mm-hmm. think it's just hyper dominant yes trying to be. I think it's just learned behavior mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so and of course obviously these traits aren't exclusive a man a man no. obviously we're a just man talking about feminine masculine traits. and feminine traits not men and women although right women tend to do more likely to have feminine, feminine traits, traits right. most of the time and men tend to do masculine traits most of the time as we mm-hmm. discussed before a lot of the men now do toxic feminine traits simply because so they think that's their what's left i'm gonna hit the best one that i found very 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 amusing and entertaining was being promiscuous is a is a masculine toxicity what what <laughs> every study i've seen it's half and half women are just as likely to yeah you know who do you think are... all those men are having sex with if they're there promiscuous? You go. because contrary to popular belief and studies are showing this because it was i think it was propagandized more the vast majority of men are heterosexual there's really yeah. a very small percentage of men that are homosexual and so if if men are running around, they're doing it with other women. 
Mm -hmm. And they're also showing now that women are almost equal to men in the latest study. I can't remember what it is, but it's like last year studies were done. Everybody was at home. It's yeah. been for at least 10 years or so. They've always been saying it's about 50-50. It can vary between depending it's on your social circles. It's been 10 circles. years. I thought it was more like in the last five years or so. In the last, no, it's been quite. In the yeah, last I've couple, they said for a long women time. may have passed them up. But here's, here's what I think. Maybe. And that goes toward the toxic feminine thing. And take, you, take it as you will. Women are much better liars than men. That goes to that deceitful manipulation. That goes with that social They've been doing it. They yeah. just lie about it on paper. They don't get responses. Yes, and paper and respond. And they'll never admit it because they have more of a stigma to running around than men do. That's in true. General. They have more so, to lose to say that they are because of the right, status. They lose their stature and they lose their status. And when the women won't be friends with them, they think they're going to lose their man to them or all that. Right. So they they are smart enough to shut up where mm-hmm. men talk too much in general. Of course, we're just speaking in general. And now they're finally relaxing enough because they're not being judged as much uh society's a bit more soft and loose with yeah. self-regulation so they're finally starting to admit it a little more but i don't think it's changed at all and i'll tell you the truth from what i saw and what i know in my life from the time i was 20 until today i saw more women running around on their men than i saw men running around on women and i became friends with many of both and i will never mention names i'm just speaking generally it's just yeah. women were much more smart about shutting Anecdotally, up. Anecdotally, I will say, I don't know. If, well, promiscuous doesn't necessarily mean infidelity. Promiscuous just means you have a lot of sexual partners. And if, I, if we're going off of that, anecdotally, women oh, are way well, more promiscuous. Well, sure. They have more opportunity. It's much right. more it's difficult so much more readily for most available men. Them. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's and, why they have a stigma about running around. A, a woman yeah. getting a date is not a big deal. She just has to choose which one she wants to go with. The problem with yeah. her is finding a guy she wants to go with, perhaps, but it's available. A man has trouble this, just finding a date, period, with anybody. Yeah, and I'll put this in here, in and this general. is anecdotal to be asterisks, is I've had women legitimately admit their numbers, and this is what they say. So they could be lying about these numbers, but they said by the time they were 18 to 20, most of them have 20 to 30 partners by then. That's mm-hmm. unheard of for most men. Yeah, you would be partners by then. You, you would be in the top five percent of men, probably, uh, right. if if that were the case. And here and here's the thing, and and we're getting off the toxic thing, but I find this toxic in the deceit. Yes, is what I find toxic, and I'm that's I mean what, both that's parties. What I'm getting at is like because, we're obviously there's some type of discretion, and I didn't find promiscuity in women behaviors at all. It was only in toxic masculine behaviors. Yeah, like, they that's they super don't, entertaining because they don't find that toxic if a woman does the same thing. I, right. and that boggles my that was definitely not mentioned in anything that mm-hmm. I searched for or read, not listed as toxic, which I found interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously there's biases happening in these is <laughs> yes. what I'm trying to get. Okay. At. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I I would have to agree here mm-hmm. that there is um, certainly some sort of bias i will agree with this one championing championing heterosexuality as a man is still prevalent i would say that's still a thing where uh men why would that be less why would that be considered toxic i'm at a men find you less manly if you're if you're gay more more likely than not i would definitely agree with that but what does championing have to do with it 
being an advocate as they for say you should be a, you should be a you be you should, yeah you should be trying to get women you should be trying to you know you know i if that's your thing okay but if you're uh advocating homosexuality all of a sudden that's not toxic i don't that's understand. also toxic yeah okay <laughs> but they don't mention that of course but i it, well, i will not. say that i'm just in trying the, to say in the literature it's not toxic men. if they don't list it oh, of course yeah so if of course I, my thing is you you do you but don't mess anybody up in the process if you're if you're mm -hmm. messing somebody up or trying to browbeat or domineer someone into your way of thinking then that's toxic in and of itself period that, that's but i would say me. that's a masculine masculine toxicity is i see that pretty prevalent still as men thinking or assuming off of the off rip if you're gay then you have less manly traits you don't know you know certain things and to a certain extent they're more likely often, more often than not, that, than not that's not true that's if i say more often than not that is true although i've right, seen because they have feminine traits very because, masculine gay dudes you right, never and, expect yeah. but yeah the, more the more effeminate traits do happen to come out in the uh, mm. more homosexual men i mean yeah that's just the way yeah I, I have a couple of super super manly gay friends they they yeah. know all kind of crap i'm like i call them on stuff and i'm like how do you do this and like, oh, yeah man. and it's mechanical it's like, is that what you're saying yeah yeah it'll be woodworking yeah. carpentry typically or considered a, a manly pastime yeah he's a cabinet right. worker one of them and he he knows all type of woodwork stuff and sure sure like, hey man it is what it is but right he likes he has a he has a really good looking husband to him so it is what it is <laughs> yeah okay, that's cool. fine that's fine it's just right. that the reason you were surprised is because it's unusual you know? right and that's the thing is if yeah. we're highlighting it obviously there's some type of pattern we're yeah the guy's not a an interior decorator uh, he's not an interior decorator he's not a hairstylist and he's not an airline yeah. steward so he, he's not like, just you know he's not designing clothes for models that's right obviously a dominant thing for right. gay men or, or that's dancer. a known thing is yeah, yeah. or actor or mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's weird to me that they say this and at the same time like well typically gay men yeah you have feminine people, traits and then here's the thing people do play generalities they set up categories and labels sure. in order to quickly assess someone not to mm -hmm. say each individual should be assessed on their own individual value but yeah people do notice trends that's how human beings have yeah. evolved they learn how to categorize and generalize mm -hmm. not that it's always right but more right. often than not it is that's why it becomes that way yeah they start data collecting just subconsciously they sure. just intuitively yeah. do it that's how right. our brains work we have to categorize right. things to make sure we know and depart you know apartmentalize things to get things right. organized in our head otherwise everything's just a jumble of nothing we can't I, really get things done i'll say this and i look for it i did not see a listing of toxic femininity as shaming a man just for being a man that was yes. not in that list and that is definitely a toxic feminine trait. that's essentially what well that's what i was going to get at the end unfortunately you got to it before me was essentially that was what i'm seeing over and over again as the trend is you you shouldn't be a man being a man is toxic is how these almost toxic mass, almost yeah. they because of the way i'm they trying define, to find the ones that i find okay you know okay i'll mm -hmm. give you an exception to this but you know that seems a to lot be of these. societal literature and political mm -hmm. literature lately that don't be too manly or you're toxic even if mm -hmm. you have the best of intentions even if right. you're not dominant past the point of someone who agrees with you even if they just don't be too manly I'm like what well that's and i wanted to get with this is 
this is obviously some type of weird agenda happening and it's and it's working because more and more often i'm I'm finding men of my age and younger agreeing they they don't they aren't they just aren't manly they just aren't willing or able to do things that i would find to be normal things are these the same guys who can't find heterosexual girlfriends they're having trouble getting women and that's what i was getting to is Mm -hmm. these guys that's not a surprise to me Women want a heterosexual woman wants a heterosexual man and to act a bit manly. You can have feminine traits or qualities about you, but you, you gotta be a little manly or they're not going to be interested. Right. You're heterosexual. You're going to have to have some type of physical caliber at you. You're going to have to know how to get things done around the house. You're going to have to know how to take care of her and you a little bit. Right. Not that you have to know how to install a hardwood floor. Right. Plane it, sand it and stain it. Yeah. But basic things. Yeah. But just if there's a stuff. you know the door hinge is busted you you got to know how to screw it back together buddy like that's not a big deal <laughs> yeah you replace the garbage disposal that kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah it's nothing crazy and and a lot of them just don't have these attributes and women women see this and that's why they're not wanting to go with them and i'm like I, i'm not trying to say i'm a ladies man but i obviously have a lot more success than you and i can see the differences in us do you know what right. i mean Right. And it's like, there's a, there's an obvious difference between me and you as a guy and you're having lady issues and I'm not now. I understand so what you're saying physical is, traits and so on, but so what you're saying is you're toxic, right? You, you try not to be as much as you can. You try to tell these guys like, Hey man, yeah, I, you should start lifting some weights. You should start getting outside more. You should start doing that, something, you know, start you learning just, some skills. We just define that as toxic masculine traits. If you were telling right. the guys that, that, that exactly. would be considered toxic masculine traits. Yeah. I'm curious and, if what like, used to be that women in the past would, they would regulate each other on their behavior. And I know they still do. They, tell each other what they should wear at certain functions and how they should act and what they should say or not mm-hmm. say as appropriate as women and that is how society was there was no laws about it and there were no policies in place it was just something that was oral tradition yeah. amongst each other and that's how you knew how to function in society they also taught each other what to look for in men. And I'm not sure they do that anymore other than no. reading celebrity magazines and, and trying to find that's what it's, the it's guy this... who looks the best with the most money. And that's all mm-hmm. you, that's all you shoot for. And like, you have no idea what that guy is like. He could yeah. be a monster. He and... could be a, a complete narcissist that yes. you never want to be around. That's what because I mean. Because he's been told all the time how good he is and how great he looks and, and... He's so successful. And- he could be the most toxic dude out there, but because he's rich and good looking, you go right. for it. That is a toxic feminine trait to me that yeah. you simply are not looking, looking- past all yeah. things just for the hypergamy of it all. Yeah, yeah. A very shallow look at a person. And, and you're going to say, well, men are shallow too. Yeah. For- but they call that toxic on for a man, but yeah. they don't for a woman, which I find mm. interesting. And typically a, a man, He's shallow usually on one thing, a young guy. Older guys, they learn and, and they know what to look for. A young guy, man, she looks so good. That yeah. is all. They don't Beauty care how much she makes. They it. don't care where she works. No. They don't care. Nothing. That's all. They don't care what her personality is. They don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't care. They'll figure that out later. And can't be that bad, man. She's got friends. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't know how bad it can be. She is not going to treat you anything like she treats her friends and family. 
So yeah. you just to let you know. So that the toxic masculine trait there is you're going to get punished for it. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. You're, you're going to be broken from that trait very quickly if that's all you're yeah. going for. Also, the repercussions of it are so much more severe to you as a man, more likely than not in, in a divorce case. The oh, man. Like I say, you're going to be punished. You're going to be punished be the one over, losing assets and, over and financially and harshly. Right. right. Yeah. And more often than not, the woman's the one who instigates that divorce. So well, only there you 80 go again. to 85% of the time. So not all the oh, time. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only only 85% of the time. Yeah. 80, 85% of the time. That's all. That's all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's obviously there's some type of hypocrisy happening here. And it's it, to some degree. No doubt. I wouldn't say to some degree. And, and, I'd say to all, a large degree. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, but I, I'm curious, and I and I tried to look for it, but many of them didn't have authors attributed to the no. articles or papers. It was just like, what? Which that's why I'm not given any sort of source material here. People can look mm-hmm. it up for themselves in an afternoon, and and perhaps find something similar. But usually they do. But I I distinctly received the impression that women were writing most of these things or very effeminate men. Yeah. But that's just me. I could be wrong. I could be toxic right now saying that. But I, it, I did wrong. get that impression yeah. that and and it's that's strange to me. How how would I I mean I, I have no way to say how women should treat each other i'm a man i don't know only that if i see women breaking down emotionally and physically and mentally then yeah i i can say clearly that's you're treating that person bad and she's that way because of you and she has no underlying mental or illnesses then there's a problem Mm -hmm. you know but other than that if it's just regular social behavior i have no idea what's acceptable i don't spend time with them i have no if i went to a lunch with them they would act totally different than they would if I was not there to each right. other and to me. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So if, if I see somebody like that writing an article on how men should behave and they're a woman, they really don't know, except in the yeah. most extreme examples is my point. Right. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from. It's people seeing most extreme cases and not understanding the underlying context within those bounds. Mm-hmm. Just saying stoicism is toxic. Like, what are we talking about here? Right. It, stoicism in and of itself is absolutely not. Like I said, it's yeah, a, being it's physical ex- is toxic. I'm like it yeah, can be. It, it, if it's taken to an extreme, especially yeah. used as a means to intimidate or force yeah. someone else to do what they want, that is. But that's not physical in yeah. and of itself, isn't? It? That's a free mm-hmm. expression of activity. It makes you healthy to be right. physical. It, yeah. It, it, it makes you feel better mentally, physically, and emotionally when you work out. Well, I know this is going to be controversial. I would even argue with the fact that just because men can't fight it out nowadays kind of festers some type of weird dynamic between us because usually you just be able to fisticuff it out. And usually most of the time they're just like, okay, that was that. Well, I was coming up that that was not an uncommon thing. And you would right. find a good friend sometimes that way. Yeah. But you just had to, man, you're not going to treat that way. Man, I'll talk to you any way I want to. I don't think let's go outside and it yeah. was implied that and a you gain respect with each other because you mm-hmm. actually fought it out and you, it was an honorable fight and, you're like, and okay, you realized well. okay the guy's standing up for himself if i talk that way if somebody talked that way to me i wouldn't put up with it either and you start exactly but you both needed to get that emotion out I, but i i'll have to say that kind of behavior is toxic 
toxic. It's extremely violent. I don't violent. know if it's toxic. I don't know if it's toxic. And, it can and, be. It can be easily right, toxic. Right. That's the thing. It's too easy. There, there's a very It's fine very line. easy to become that's toxic. That's why I say that. just don't. If you want to do it, go into a ring, put on gloves, have it regulated, have other people there to make sure nobody becomes And bad things injured. can happen. People can accidentally die because right. he that, falls, trips, hits his head on the concrete. He's that what I would say would not be toxic. But if it's just two dudes in an argument, they go outside of a restaurant, and they're, that's a problem. You, you can't have that in general society. Kids could come across. Other women could come across that can't be normalized, honestly. And I'm an old guy saying this because you know why? I grew up in that and people freak out. And now people people don't take a simple ass whipping and go home. They get angry and they get a gun. That's where the toxicity comes from. They have to prove themselves and their pride. Right. In my time growing up, if you got your ass whipped, you got your ass whipped. Well, that's and what you, it is. The environment around them doesn't allow that to happen anymore because they feel like they need to prove themselves now or it's not normal. To me, I feel like it's, and we're tangenting a little bit here, but it's not normalized enough for it to happen that way anymore where they could just fight and it be bygones be bygones afterwards. Now people, because it's yeah, such an exception for it, it to happen, swung, they feel so, like they need society to. Society has certainly swung the other way towards yeah. the feminization of the Western yeah. world. And has that's been where I'm getting at with that. For a few yeah. decades, if that's what you're getting at. I, I would mm-hmm. agree. It's it has definitely gone that way. And now everything is geared toward ultimate safety, group considerations mm-hmm. and decisions, committee meetings for everything, even yeah. when it's things on something that's really none of anybody else's business, which to me is toxic because mm-hmm. it's promoting the fact that there is no private ownership of everything that everybody has to, there has to be a group decision. So there's no Less real, freedoms. yeah, no real hierarchy. Everything is over-regulated and there's no real freedom, even for adults, which right. boggles my mind. And just because somebody, one person doesn't like it, then you have to think, Oh, well, then that may, perhaps that's not the thing to do, but they have nothing. Who cares if they don't like it? Right. You don't do, you know, that's, that's on them. They can be mm-hmm. fine not liking it. Nobody's getting yeah. hurt. Mind your own business. Yeah, I think, yeah, valuing, uh, valuing other people's opinions that have nothing to do with the situation is, comp- that's that's an internet phase and, that I can't Yeah, and trying to force those opinions on other people through mm-hmm. emotional appeal, that's a very feminine trait. Because yes. you can't reason or logic through social your pressures way. too. Yes, that's, so that's, that's manipulative weird. and deceitful. And that's that's a toxic feminine trait. And that's where I was going at. To do those things, to use emotional appeal only with no real rationale. Are you saying cancel culture is, is a toxic femininity? Yes, if it's used <laughs> in that way, I, I am. Yeah. That's a, yeah. but it, it, it doesn't have to be. Only when it it's used that be. way. Yeah, only right. when it's used that way. Only when it's, emotional appeal only when it's a very tiny minority of people who do it who are not being affected even of themselves mm-hmm. and they simply don't like a thing because they don't like a thing and their rationales are spurious at best exaggerated yeah. and completely speculative and made up and they make no real sense except to someone who doesn't know any better and yeah. agrees with them you know they're in the echo chamber so they're going to oh yeah and sagely agree and take the side of no risk no progress no anything just that oh someone might think that's a dangerous thing so we can't have uh, who cares yeah and especially if it's a pursuit that other people find enjoyable and they're mitigating any risk and everybody's fine except when somebody does something stupid well that's anything Mm -hmm. and the other thing is one of the most dangerous things people can do 
is drive to work, but it happens hundreds of millions of times every day in this country alone. And you don't hear any problems with that. So, you know, there's an issue and their pursuits are typically far more safe and bring a lot more joy than driving to work and driving home from work. But yeah, yeah, I, I find that, uh, I find that, but that's part of that deceit, manipulative, emotional appeal without a foundation and rationale. That's toxic femininity Mm -hmm. to me anyway. Yeah. There's, Unfortunately, my list of toxic femininity grows short from there. Um, I think I kind of touched on it. The one I found uh, the biases of somebody coming up to you and a woman calling him a creep or whether or not he is a creep or not a creep is dependent on whether or not they find him attractive. I think that's a little toxic. They listed that one? No, that's not. Oh, that's about to say. I did not see that listed anywhere in but I do think that's toxic. Because I've witnessed that. I, I've witnessed men who pull the same play, pull the same game on some girl, and it's it's literally dependent on whether the girl finds them attractive or not. Yes. If they fi- label well, them we all queen. know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's aware of this. Yeah. And that's not an unusual thing. But I, I find that part of the, that you're dominating someone and you're sh- trying to shame them and you're doing it unfairly. That is certainly toxic behavior. But you're mm-hmm. right. And, and women do that all the time because, yeah. and it's not called out. Well, because nobody calls them out. They, don't, they figure right. well, that's, well, you took your shot and she shamed you and everybody laughs and, and it's forgotten yeah. and goes on. And oh, the guy, there's one. I, I, I didn't write it down. Uh, expecting never to get hit, even though you're physically harming somebody, harming a man. That's toxic femininity. Yes, I would have to agree. And they're going to say there's never an excuse. That's not true. Again, self-defense is a thing. Uh, equal rights and equal lefts. Sorry. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah, that's definitely toxic. But the, <laughs> but no, that if you if you are going to, especially if you're going to pick up a piece of furniture, a bat, or another article and whack on some dude, and you think he should never fight back, he should just run away out of fear because you asserted your dominance and you created contusions yeah. and broke skin and blood. Yeah. You, aside from being something's wrong with you, to think that's not toxic behavior is insane. Yeah. Obviously. And to expect someone not to defend themselves, especially if you're blocking the doorway in your antics, you're probably going to get nailed, and you should. And yeah. nailed At least until, shoved. Yes. No. I mean, struck until you are no longer a threat, because yeah. that's the only sane thing to do. Otherwise, that person is going to cause you grievous and severe injury or even yeah. kill you, especially if they pick up a kitchen knife. And I'll tell you, oh, yeah. I've had a woman pick up a kitchen knife Same. and try to stab me, and I just simply took it away from her. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a ton of training, and I outweighed her by 100 pounds. So that was not... Even still, it's still risky. A major What thing. if something happened? Right. Know? But what if I messed up, wasn't paying attention? Slipped, she stabs yeah, you. And I am stabbed. stabbed, and I could have easily died from it. But I didn't right. strike her because it wasn't necessary. But to expect some other person not to strike them in self-defense to not get stabbed is just acting like silly. somebody weighs somebody a hundred pounds. Yes, it's easier, but it doesn't act like there's any failure. The She's failure got a knife. Yeah, it still <laughs> happens. Like things still happen. You know, one good stab and it's done. 
Yeah. And, there, and there's no way you're going to get to the hospital on time. I can kill a bear if with a, a knife. Most likely not going to happen, but it can but still happen. It, it <laughs> has happened. Other people yeah. have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And that's what I mean. You hit a major artery, you're not going to get to the hospital on time. I don't, right. Or to the heart. You're not going to, it's, you're done for. The odds are yeah. greatly against you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, hey, you wanted equal rights, you get equal lefts. No, it is. What it is. It, yeah. That's, yeah, you, you really shouldn't say that because people are just going <laughs> to go insanely. And I know it's a joke. You know it's a joke. That's why you're laughing. But because there are some people who it's believe It's a clever that, joke. It's a play on words a little bit. That, we get a little pun. But there are people who believe, who think that people really believe that nonsense. Yeah. Because it is nonsense. We know it. That's why we're laughing. It's absolutely yeah. absurd. But you can't attack another human yeah, being. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend myself, especially fist to cuffs with a woman like I would a man. I'm not yes. gonna punch her like I would a man. If I do end up punching her, you know, usually unless she has a knife, th- then all you know. Sometimes things happen. I'm gonna. I might go after you all tilt if you pull a knife on me or a gun or something. I'm, it's all games on. You know, I don't care anymore. But if we're if you're just trying to punch me or slap at me or something, and I do have to end up hitting you, it's gonna be most likely open palm already for you. You're welcome. And it's probably not even going to be half my strength. You're welcome because you're a woman. And you'll be going to jail, even though you did it to get her to stop you attacking you. And she was already attacking you and struck you several times. Yeah, that that I believe you're correct in the fact that men can't defend themselves from a physical attack Mm -hmm. is toxic, feminine thought and behavior and expecting. Uh, yeah expecting that. that's the thing they expect they, they are flabbergasted and society demands society. it that is certainly yes. something that's occurred and you know we are going to get nailed on this opinion but it's there it's you go very prevalent opinion on toxic femininity i can't see how not to talk about it but i'll, I'll, I'll say it. this and, and and it leads to this last thing what i think is toxic feminine behavior is demanding equality and i'm 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 with this women are equal to men in human value and relativity we're all equal we're we're all humans and nobody is above anybody else and should have any more or less expectations in general just Mm -hmm. because you're a man or a woman but that leads me to the next thing don't demand equal treatment and then in the next breath demand special dispensation don't do that don't that's a super weird thing to do Yes. You're trying to have your cake and eat it too. That's toxic femininity and in the worst way. Now, it's a different thing saying, you know, I don't want people to go out of their way for me. I, I know I'm a woman, but I'm physically weaker and you really can't expect me to do these same things. That's a different approach and not the same thing. That's not, I can beat all you men, but don't expect me to do the hard work. What? Yeah. Yeah, no. No, you're going to be shoveling tar and gravel with the rest of them. You're not going to be holding the sign. Go be a bricklayer. At the end of the road. Yes. You're, you're going to be, be on the roof. Digger. You're going to be on the roof with every other guy nailing up those shingles. You're not going to be the one in the truck listening to the radio. You, you, you know, the, that's just the way it's going to be. Now, if you would obviously, and you admit the fact that, hey, I can only go so much. I can only lift so much. If you do that, then people will act that way. But don't don't be toxic in the manner that you're going to be hateful and challenging. And then in the next breath, demand special dispensation. That's what I call toxic femininity. 
Yeah. And I, and by the way, I've never seen a woman roofer. <laughs> so just FYI. I've seen them. I've heard but of them. most often. Uh, and, it, and it's mostly prevalent in Texas. I'm in Texas. Right. Mexicans, they'll, they'll, I've seen them, but they aren't on there nearly as long as the men are. And they end up doing the other work because not custodial well, picking work, up the trash, picking and up nails. the trash, cleaning yeah. up everything and, and, and nails, and delivering shingles. They're not the ones on the roof getting the, the lunch from the body, stuff like yes, that, because yes, they need to take breaks because they just, they don't have know, the physicality it's taxing work. Yeah. Right. They don't have the physicality work. and everybody knows this and that's cool. And like I said, if you know that and you're going to admit it and say, Dude, I just, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But they're still in the pay grade. They're probably getting paid the same, and they're but they're still doing. They're they're still pulling yeah. their weight, and that's they're fine too. That other men would have to yes, do. Yes, they're allowing anyway. others to do what they need to do, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Right. I don't I don't see an issue with that at all. Mm-hmm. It's all low skilled work. So what difference does it make? But mm-hmm. we, you and I both know, the ones staying on the roof the whole time getting it are much more physically demanding and yes. suffering when they're doing it. You know, in yeah. general. Because they they uh, it, they can't be done otherwise, and, right? Yeah, right, right. That's why they get paid so much. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, generally yeah. speaking, right? Relatively, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm sure we could keep going on this for a while, but yeah. So what's our next podcast after we get lambasted for this one? Uh, since we've done relationships on black flags and red flags, I suppose we're going to do green flags on relationships and yes. seeing how, what's good to see. And yeah, what... we, we've been in the negative zone for a while, including this one, <laughs> right? <laughs> this podcast here. So we're going to go in to green flags for relationships. What are things you look for to know, hey, this one might be a keeper. And the mm-hmm. more green flags they rack up, the better. And we're going to speak to either gender, don't care. We're going to speak to what what you look for to know this person is really interested in you and they have respect for you and want to join in a long-term relationship, what makes them a worthwhile potential partner. That's going to be our next podcast. Yep. Yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and have a great night. Peace.